Let me take a moment and talk about Riverside.fm. It allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video. When you need to record audio and video, Riverside.fm can do it. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars, to any video content, Riverside.fm. I've got a promo code for you where you'll receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. I'll give it to you twice. The promo code is SHIPIT. All one word, SHIPIT, and you'll pick up a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. Riverside.fm. What's up, Shipheads, and welcome back to another episode of the Ship It Podcast. We have another fancy draft coming your way. I got my man Des with me. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I am so excited for this one. After I destroyed you in the last <laughs> Heads Up Fantasy draft we just did, uh, I am back for round two. Bold claims there, but I'm loving the energy. You're feeling very, very animated over there. <laughs> well, there's a good reason for that, because today our fantasy draft is... All about Disney Pixar. So great lead in for that one. Thanks. Thanks for the, <laughs> setting that one up. And I'll just knock her right down. Trying to tee it up for you. <laughs> yep. We're doing Pixar for this one. Last time we did Disney animated films focused on all those iconic female characters. This one we're focusing just on the Pixar lineup. So smaller field. If you look at the movie count, 22 to date. Soul is the next one coming out, which will be number three, but really all the way from Toy Story to Onward is our roster we're doing. So a lot of heavy hitters in there though. So you know you can't, mm-hmm. you know, don't let the numbers fool you. There's a lot of heavy hitters in there. Uh that my list is stacked. Yeah, open to the point where you can be male, it could be female characters, whatever that may be, completely open. And we are having a similar theme to it on kind of a Pixar team to save the day. We have five flexible hero spots which could be from any movie. You have your kind of set villain spot. Which villain are you going to queue in for your team? And then a sidekick spot as well. So a lot of interesting ways we could take this here. And kind of looking at this as two different ways. You know, one's kind of going to be within your own construction of your team. How does that flow? What's the dynamic of those from the heroes to the villains to the sidekicks? And then also matching those rosters side by side, stacking them one to the, against the other. How do they fare? Who has the strengths? Where are some spots for weaknesses? So a lot of interesting ways to, to spin this, looking at just Pixar characters. Yeah, it'll be a fun one for sure. This category definitely leads for a wide range of uh, possibilities for teams. You could go any number of directions. And it's there's a lot of uh, fan-friendly series out there. You know, the different... You have everything from the Toy Story movies, like you said, all the way up through the most recent stuff. Yeah, this is going to be interesting when we see some of the names that come up, I think. Because you look at, as we said, a much smaller lineup of movies with 22 overall. Still, there's a lot of characters there. But some of those are franchises and sequels within right. that Pixar lineup. So you got a few Toy Stories in there. You got Finding Nemo, Cars, Monsters, all kind of as sequels or where you're seeing a lot of the same characters come back. So I think you really got to go deep with this one. Hit some this of those e- expanded rosters within those movies to find heroes that that'll truly help round out your team. I think you look at Disney movies, there's more of your classic animated ones. There's more of a kind of set structure. 
you have maybe a, a princess and then a prince and they're going against a villain and there's this kind of main beat and they've evolved that over time. I think you have much more consistency with some of the archetypes for those. Where Pixar is taking a lot of different directions. So we have a lot of different types of characters. So it's going to lead to a fun draft. Yeah, I think it's we should just kick this thing right off good here. I think uh, I lit off the last one. So I'm, I'm going to let you have uh, first pick honors this time. That, no, that uh, could be dreaded number one first pick if you if you if you botch it up here. Yeah, if you don't get a solid one in here, waiting for two more picks before you come up again. You know, with this type of lineup and talent pool we're dealing with, definitely want to nail this one. Start weighing these side by side. There's a few on my short list. I'm definitely eyeing. So you kind of playing that game. Which ones are going to drop? Who could have some opportunity to be drafted later on? I think I just got to go like top tier, best available. Who's just going to be a really powerful person that can be the core of my team. So I'm going to go with Mr. Incredible. It, I mean, it's just, it's in its name. He's just incredible. He's basically the Superman of, you know, the Pixar universe. If you look at it for just well-rounded okay. powers and he bounces that with a family life so he can juggle a few things. But when it comes to saving the day, it's something he knows well. So I'm going to lock that down first overall. You know, if you want to go the most obvious route, uh, then then that's <laughs> hey, that's sometimes first overall should be a no brainer. I'm fine with that. <laughs> don't get cute with it. We do, you know, if you're drafting a, a fantasy basketball team, you're not gonna not pick LeBron James first. So yeah, I you know it's pretty good pick. You know, there's definitely a, a couple that could have been on that list for the for number number one. And yeah, solid, solid choice there. He's very well rounded, like like you said. Uh, got, he's got the powers. All right, you didn't mess that up. Yes. <laughs> well, thank God. <laughs> Team would have been unraveling there's, after there's the first still round. Six more rounds, so don't don't, uh, don't don't pat yourself on the back too hard just yet. So, well, I like uh, I like being in the spot here. I I see where you know it's definitely an advantage. You know, you might have the overall first pick, but with it being snake style draft and heads up, I'm gonna get the second and third pick right in a row here. So, uh, two. Big heavy hitters right in a row. Get that one-two punch for your team. You want to just try to uh, set it up so that way you're really stacked. This is incredible. Good choice. Definitely on a short list for sure. But I'm going to go with one of my all-time favorite Pixar characters. And I'm going to go with the best scarer in his class. And that'd be one Mr. James P. Sullivan, <laughs> otherwise known as Sully from Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. Yeah, he's big. He's blue. He's very probably fuzzy and cuddly and fun to lay around with when he's just lounging on the couch. And he's the best scare in his class. He's a he's a legacy scare. Uh, so you know his 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 father was a legendary scarer as well. So you want to start off with a, a team with a, a just a large stature. You've got a big giant, mm-hmm. hulky uh, you know man of a, a superhero. I'm gonna go with the Beast version. Stack him up against Sully. I can respect that. Need someone that's going to be able to bring a physical presence and establish that for your team. I think he checks those boxes. He can get fierce, but I think he's kind of on that calm, cool, and collected side. He's going to be level-headed to a certain extent as things escalate. So just hope he doesn't get too attached with with some outside factors that may distract him. That may be his only flaw, but I think if you look at kind of best available, looking at each of the movies, who's that top-tier character from each of those and then stacking those side by side, he's, he definitely shows up at the top of the list. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep Boo far, far away from Sully, and we'll have no problems. <laughs> Boo is definitely the kryptonite for uh, for Sully. So. 
Oh, maybe I'll drop them by sidekick, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to be giving you ideas. I'm going, to, I'm, going to just, I'm going to leave it alone right now and go on to my next pick. So I'm going to go with another top tier guy here. You think of uh, Pixar, you think of the classic, the OG Toy Story, and, you know, the one that started it all. And, uh, you know, if you think of do who, your top, who your top don't, two guys are. Don't do it. It's going to go one or two ways. And there's only one way for my team to go, and that's to infinity and beyond. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go with Buzz Lightyear. That's my number two pick. And uh, surprised he uh, didn't go one overall. He could he could have very easily gone one overall, but uh, I'm glad that uh, I was able to catch him here in the second round. Yeah, I feel like this is another low blow pick. You know, you picked Moana <laughs> first and last one. Coming right at me. Now you're going after Buzz partially to blame because I let him slip. This is when I was kind of playing that, playing a little bit of chicken. I had him earmarked as one of those one one of those main guys that could go number one overall. I was kind of playing the field a little bit, playing the man, see if he would drop to my next pick. Unfortunately, he didn't. But you I, know, Toy you Story know, is a was, big part of Pixar, and you got a good pick out of there. I was close to pulling the trigger on Woody, to be honest. Uh, but I'm more of a Tim Allen guy for myself, so I could definitely definitely had to go with my, my guy Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, it's a from from that movie, it's definitely a solid pick. So Laser you're a good one two punch there. You start to see the dynamic of your team, and I think it's a good good foundation. Yeah. All right. So now here's your chance to uh to level the playing field. You get two two picks in a row yourself. You're gonna end off the second round here and kick off the third. Yeah, you mentioned kind of the process of it. You start picking, okay, who's just the best character for a draft like this from each movie and just having those earmarked. And then you start weighing those side by side. And this is one that immediately jumped to the top of my list when you look about what they can contribute, how they handle themselves, some of the different things they can offer, how they're not going to back down from a challenge. I'm going to lock down Marita from Brave. I think she's a really good one-two punch with Mr. Incredible. I think any intense situation battle we get into she's going to be brave during it she's going to be fearless she's, <laughs> she's got that brave. going for her. and i think she has a lot of you know tools in her belt that she can offer obviously you know with archery and kind of having a wide range attack i think it's gonna be a nice value add when uh yeah. when shit hits the hand is she though is she gonna be brave well is she gonna be brave literally in the title i think she'll be okay oh uh, okay all right so we got mr incredible and now we got uh Merida here, the the high flying uh, archery ginger, uh, <laughs> Pixar fame. So, yeah, as she's known. You know, I I feel I had a feeling she was gonna end up on your team. You got you got that you know that, that red glow in your beard there sometimes. So I'm growing out just you, for the draft. You, you have a proclivity to, to lean towards the gingers. I think it's just uh, <laughs> it's just yeah, right the, in your DNA. The light's not showing up. If the sun was shining through, this would be pure red right now oh yeah it'd be it'd be problem child right on your face right there <laughs> all right so i'm gonna well, follow this up with my second pick i kind of playing off of you look at like a star wars story right any situation they got a droid in there that's helping them and maybe they're underestimated maybe they're discounted to a certain extent they always come in in the clutch as kind of that utility player who's going to be able to you know create something or drop something, set something up behind the scenes. It's going to kind of elevate your team to yeah, the situation that's in. So it's kind of that utility pick I'm going for. I'm going to lock down Wally in here. He can, you know, work with what's available. 
maybe it's a, you know, someone's trash is another man's treasure type of approach. Take what he comes across, build it as an asset for the team. So I'm going to lead into that pick for my third roster spot on the hero side. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be great if your villain's a garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, we're in a battlefield. You know, you never know what's gonna be laying around. Yeah, yeah. You start start fighting. Trash goes flying. He turns around and goes picks it up instead of continuing. He's gonna to build fight. a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> a trash bomb. <laughs> you know, I thought you know, bold move pointing him in as a hero. I I could definitely see him being almost like a sidekick character. I know, obviously. Yeah. Wally is the main character in the movie, but I can definitely see him being like more of a psychic. When you, when you started saying like Star Wars droids, mm-hmm. I got a picture of like sidekick in my head, but yeah, definitely a bold, bold move going um, main roster hero there. I like it. Yeah, I think sidekick, there's a lot of picks available for that. You can get creative with it. So yeah. you look at kind of the plot of that movie and what Wally was able to accomplish. I think he can definitely hold his own on the hero side. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's going to go to my pick here. We're going to close out this round and then start the next round. So back-to-back picks on my end. I'm going to go with a character here that, for me, made this series what it is. Uh, You know, he's definitely, uh, he's not the the main character, but to me, you know, he's always been the Main main character in your heart. That's right. So I'm going to go with Tal Mater from the Cars series. (laughs) Uh, because who doesn't love loves a good Larry the cable guy? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure if if you if you watch uh the, some shorts on Disney Plus, but uh, the Cars shorts, there's probably like I don't know, maybe like nine or ten of them. They are very well done. They're very funny. Uh, and every single one of them is like this crazy outlandish story that's being told by Tomater, and uh, he basically t- retells the story and and. and it involves Lightning McQueen. He's like, yeah, Lightning, you don't remember that time that you turned into a fire truck and then went over here and did a little ding dang thing there. And it was like, you know, every single every single short is something different. You know, they turn into a, a plane and like a, get abducted by UFOs. And uh, for me, he's the he's the highlight of the Cars series and useful too. I mean, he, he's he's a he's a tow truck. You know, so you can you, you hop on hop on his back and and zoom out of a situation real fast and. Uh, you know, he's got the transportation situation down and uh, he's a lovable, you know, humorous character to add to your team. So, OK, I was going to knock it down a little bit. I'll be honest. I'm not as big of a Cars fan. Tomator was definitely on the funnier side of that movie. But you start talking about the hero spot, kind of like we're diving into with Wally. How are they holding their own? Are they a complete addition to that team? I think he falls much more on the side character side. So what what's he offering? What's his mean? Uh, contribution to the team. So if you want to leverage him as more of that skate pod type of approach, I can respect that, that angle that you're taking. I mean, he's got that winch, you know, zip that winch over and hit some people with it or you know, just swing around, maybe help with some daring escapes. I think he's, I think he's got some use to him. You know, he's definitely the type of character that would like bungle something up, but it ends up working out in the, in his favor. Cause he's like that lovable, like funny character. So you know, he's going to try to help mess it up, but in, in the end, it's going to end up, you know, it's going to end up okay because his heart's in the right place. So. <laughs> okay. It, it's fine. It's okay. Okay. It's not a fancy draft unless I sneak that one in. Yeah. All right. It's so, okay. You know, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't a huge, a huge, uh, 
supporter of your Wally pick being a being a hero and you know, like pick. So yeah, it's trash okay. bomb is much better than a. <laughs> maybe we can escape. Totally, we have flat roads. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot more situations with flat tires than bombs, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know what? I'm gonna go into my next pick here, and again, I think you said that the sidekick category was stacked. I think you're right. There's a lot of a lot of good sidekicks here, but when I when I think of Pixar movies and I think of sidekicks, I think the first one that pops into my head is uh, the wilderness explorer Russell from uh, the movie Up. So I'm going to draft Russell. Hello, my name is Russell. <laughs> so I don't know the whole speech. But I just know. Hello, my name is Russell. <laughs> but yeah, um, great sidekick. Very well prepared. He's got all his badges. So, you know, he's certified in, uh, in all these situations. He can make you some knots himself. if you need some knots. <laughs> he can identify birds, uh, you know, rocks, clouds, that <laughs> All things that you would need on a, on a team to save the day. So, yeah, that's He's a good one. A good, good side character. Very likable. Kind of the epitome of sidekick, really. I mean, yep. He's right up there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to stop, start hating on Russell. I think he's just an overall lovable character fits in that side character. So I'm glad you kind of reserved him for, for that roster spot. And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm glad you made that pick because I want to get someone from up involved here. This is one I was even considering in that Wally spot. I wanted kind of the utility assets of, of Wally, but look, another character from that movie, I'm bringing him in as kind of a veteran presence. You know, see, people may start discounting him. You know, maybe he's past his prime, maybe he's on his way out of the league, but <laughs> I view him as he can come senior. in, he can, you know, bring that, that experience to the team. And you look at kind of what he's gone through, he can still hold his own, he can still throw down. So I'm locking down Carl Fredrickson here. Um, so I'm excited he fell to me as we started diving into some up characters. I'll lock him down as one of my uh, my fourth hero spot. Okay, yeah. I mean, you're, I, unfortunately, I'd like to just tear this, tear you apart and just uh, just really just you know make you feel bad about your picks. But I th- these categories make it tough because I'm a big, definitely a big Pixar guy, and Up is probably in my top three favorite of all time uh, Pixar movies. So it's a solid choice. And if you look at the, the battle of the wits between Carl and Tomater, I think I think I'll take the edge on that. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to hear Bring that in. conversation go back and forth. That, to, be, <laughs> to be honest, you just you can just see uh, Tomater annoying the crap out of out of Carl Fredrickson and just him being grumpy and snapping back at him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carl, remember the time we did this? <laughs> <laughs> remember that time you turned that cane into a into a sword and we, we went fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest i'm still a little bitter about the buzz pick <laughs> i went stinging a little bit you should be you should be <laughs> and one another thing i was kind of scared about is that you're gonna kind of tag team it up and go buzz and woody on that with the getting that dynamic duo on your team i think that would have been a dangerous combo to offer there so i'm gonna smart. take some yeah. some top tier talent here i'm not gonna let you corner that market on the toy universe from toy story it's not gonna happen <laughs> so i think Woody is arguably someone that could go in the top round, so I'll take him with fifth round value. And that finalizes my five hero spots. I'm not messing around. I'm just going to go straight to the, the top tier tier guys here to round out my core roster. Right at the point. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, no, that's a that's a very good point. I could have I had the second and third pick. I could have definitely taken Buzz and Woody 
back to back. Probably would have been a smart move on my part. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too heavy Toy Story all at once. Because I mean, you had honestly, to lock down. You had to lock down Tomater. You yeah, Tomater. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't fall he into was, the fourth round. <laughs> I probably could have waited a little later on Tomater. Uh, <laughs> well, hindsight's twenty twenty, but you know, I, I just wasn't sure where your head was at. So <laughs> you you threw me off going Mr. Incredible first round and and not a, a buzz or a Woody. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe they they weren't on your radar as much. So well, I but, think you uh, can't go to the end without both those being off the board so they're going to show up in some way you could go full toy story you could you could do buzz yeah woody slinky dog some rex in there uh throw some rex mr potato head uh maybe combat carl uh what's uh keanu reeves's character yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. some duke kaboom yeah you can't can't go wrong there you know so you could you could full-on toy story this thing but uh no what we're we had a good matchup there i think buzz versus woody i think that's that's good. You got you got some good value on it though. That, that's for sure. Being this each late. each uh, go into some small spaces if we need to. So yep. and that flexibility for sure. All right, so that closes out that round, and I'm gonna go ahead. No, um, I'm gonna close out the round here with the, my next pick, and then start the next round. So um, again, a wide range of years and and choices here to go from. I want to go with something on the newer scale. Something I saw in theaters pre-COVID shutdown, you know, a little before the, the, the shutdown of going to see movies and theaters. One of the last ones I remember going to see with my daughter and it was Onward. And, uh, you know, it's, I think it gets a lot of uh, negative attention. I think everyone really didn't think it was a, as big of a, of a Pixar movie as it was. I thoroughly enjoyed Onward and uh, the characters in it were great. You know, voice actors, some of my favorite uh, Hollywood celebrities. So I'm going to go with my favorite character in this. And I'm going to go with Barley Lightfoot because who doesn't love Chris Pratt? Because <laughs> I mean, you know, when they had that poll recently where the, who was your favorite Chris in Hollywood and you had Chris Pratt and Chris Pine and Chris Helmsworth and Chris Evans, Chris Pratt got no love on that list. He was like the lot, the bottom of the Chris's. And uh, I'm, I'm just going to say, I, I, I boldly disagree with that. Uh, with that that ranking i think people are still upset over infinity war <laughs> and him, him yeah. not letting his emotions get in the way and letting thanos yeah he kind of he kind of was the reason why a lot more shit happened uh after after he got in the way <laughs> well, i do like the pick though I'm, I'm a fan of onward i did enjoy that movie i wish i jumped on this movie a little bit sooner i, I thought you were gonna go ian route having a little bit more power behind it. But Barley, Barley, I think he adds some good energy to your team. Keeps him motivated. Yeah. Um, he's very, he's got, he's got Guinevere too. So again, another vehicle, Tomater, maybe he gets, uh, he gets a trick. <laughs> oh, he's doing maybe, combo picks uh, now. What is this? <laughs> Guinevere maybe comes do, in. Do I get Carl's play. house? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, it's, it's a to tie it around his waist at one point with the hose. So you could probably make the argument that it comes with it. So. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, I like that. Answers my pick. So yeah, so that's going to be one of my, my uh, one of my last, my fourth pick for heroes. There, I've got one more hero and my villain now. I'm going to go with um, another Pixar movie that's uh, undervalued in my opinion and one of my favorites. I've taken a liking to it uh, as I as I watch it more and more. We, here's the thing: when you have kids, uh, you kind of learn to love new things just by default because. My daughter gets on these kicks and she starts watching these movies 
And then she loves it. And then she just wants to watch it every single day. And it just doesn't end for months and months and months. So we had a Moana run. We had a Frozen run. Those are all pretty classic ones. We had an Onward run right at the beginning. Quarantine happened for, for all this COVID stuff. So it felt like Groundhog's Day when I was watching uh, Onward like twice a day for uh, like two months straight. But one of the ones that we definitely uh, hooked on to for a while there for had a good run was Coco. So I want to go with my villain here and maybe less likely a uh, villain in most picks here. I'm going to go with Ernesto de la Cruz from Coco because he's got um, these kind of qualities about him. He's very sneaky. He's very, uh, he's charismatic and, and suave and everybody loves him, but secretly he's just a really terrible person and uh, very deceiving kills his best friend and, and, uh, and takes his music for his own very down to earth, naturally evil person. You know, he's dead. So now he's a skeleton. He's got some, you know, underworld type powers there. I think I'm going to go with a, you know, a little outside the box villain go Ernesto de la Cruz. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I looked at Coco and I couldn't really figure out who I would pull from that movie to add to my roster. So I kind of glossed over that one. I see some of the things you're going for. I'm going to stay in the the villain realm here. Take lockdown my guy. Really outside of that, I just have sidekick. You already have yours. So kind of who I want to prioritize with the next pick. Okay. I want to kick things up on the villain side. You mentioned more of that grounded real world type of backstabbing villainy. Let's let's be let's go over the top with it. You look at a superhero movie, your superhero villains are always going to be Check all the boxes that you need from a classic villain. So Mr. Incredible is my foundation. You got to match that with Syndrome from The Incredibles. I think okay. he's going to offer everything you want from a villain side, add some entertainment value to it. And just let's raise the stakes, make almost like an Avengers type of team up here to go against Syndrome. It's a formula that, that works. So let's ride with it. All right. So now we've got uh, Mr. Incredible, uh, Merida, Wally, and Carl Fredrickson from Up. And Woody all fighting against Syndrome. Yep. Uh, okay. All right. That's a good villain. I like it. He's like you said, he's got the very, very funny kind of moment, comedic moments. He's not, he doesn't have superpowers. All right. If I recall correctly, Syndrome, he just like creates his powers. More like with, mastermind type of yeah, evil genius. Like a Lex Luthor. Yeah. He's got a bunch of tools. Yeah. I like that. That's a good pick. You're, I mean, your villain can't go, ah! But you know it's it's uh it's okay. <laughs> it's, 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 something, it's something you should consider. I have no rebuttal of that. That scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I mean, it's the only real rebuttal I have. So <laughs> I got I got no syndrome quotes in my back pocket to answer you on that. That was impressive. <laughs> you uh your daughter definitely watched you, that a lot huh I told you we watched, we watched a lot of coco in my house <laughs> that's amazing i actually thought about auditioning for a mariachi band towards the end there so was, <laughs> did you learn how to play <laughs> if i could play the guitar i'm i'm in but if they just need a the guy only thing, do, only thing that's stopping you if they just need a guy to do that little that little yell that's it i'm, I'm golden yeah that was amazing <laughs> All right, I'm going to look at my sidekick pick next here. I think there's it's a pretty deep field. You look at all these movies, there's you know definitely some good ones that could pick up. I'm looking at kind of what's the, the X factor they can offer, how they make them a little bit more unique. Everyone loves a good imaginary friend. And this is a movie inside out we haven't really tapped into yet. But I'm going to lock down 
Bing Bong from my sidekick character. Because everyone gets, you know, nostalgic. Think about if they had an imaginary friend growing up. I think the way they construct the story around it. You look at someone that's willing to sack somebody for the team to help kind of project them to to victory. So I'm loving everything that they're bringing in that sidekick position. Yeah. Who's your friend likes to play? Bing Bong, Bing Bong. (laughs) Uh, when i was when i wrote it down i was thinking of um when you're doing your christopher walken impression ping pong and ding dang (laughs) and i almost said that as i was explaining my pick you got your psychic bing bong (laughs) (laughs) he likes to play he's imaginary (laughs) he's not real you can't see him (laughs) i love it yeah that runs out my roster there I like it. Not, you know, not a bad, not a bad psychic. I think it's, he fits the category nicely and he's got a fun name to say. Bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, we are close to the end here, but thank God. Cause this, I feel like we're, 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 it's just about off the rails here. We're, we're, we're just it's close. We're starting to, the tires are revving on the side of the road. <laughs> so for my last pick, you know what? I, uh, I'm looking at all these picks and I, you know, I'm looking at the, the wide range of, of films we have here. We've, we've hit almost every single major, you know, Pixar movie that in, in this category here. So we've done a pretty good job of, of making a diverse category here, but there was one, there was one or two that, you know, we haven't hit yet. I'm, I'm torn here. So, you know, my first thought was maybe Ratatouille uh, or like a chef Remy mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, that's a you know pretty good addition to your team, but I'm going to go with uh, someone even more out there, I think. I'm going to go a, a, more of a stretch here. I'm going to stick into the Finding Nemo universe, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, all right, well, how, how am I going to make this work? He's, they're fish. So they're, they're going to put them in a plastic bag and like just like carry them into battle. So yeah. uh, it's going to be tough. So I went with a character I think that could be uh, very helpful both on land and in sea, uh, as long as there was a baby stroller nearby. And I went with Hank, uh, the octopus. <laughs> Uh, from <laughs> Finding Dory. So yeah. I get a house, Barley gets a car, Hank yeah. gets a carriage. <laughs> baby, yeah, the baby stroller has to come with Hank because I mean, he can still crawl a little bit on land, but once he gets once he gets those tentacles wrapped around those wheels, uh, you know, yeah, Ursula in the last fantasy cast, so train rolling and, and go go with an octopus for the final pick here. I think it's uh, it's not bad. He's got he's voiced by Ed O'Neill, you know, the uh, the lovable Al Bundy. So he's got that, he's got that good, you know, good base behind him there for, uh, well, he, you know, he's got a great voice. He's got he that going for him. Yeah. And eight legs, which is better than two. So we, we've established that previous cast. So, you know, it's obvious limitations. If we look at kind of what they could encounter, but I respect the creativity. I was a little disappointed. I couldn't get finding Nemo, finding Dory in the mix with all those amazing characters, but like, you know, walk around the fishbowl, like has logistically has that work. So exactly getting Russell in there in the mix, I'll, I'll allow it for the creativity factor. All right. I like it. So we got a pretty solid roster here. Well, I mean, again, both fight for uh, who won this thing. I think we both have uh, a solid, a solid picks going on. And uh, so for my team, I've got, my leader, Sully, James P. Sullivan from Monsters, Inc. Buzz Lightyear, arguably the best Toy Story character that you could possibly pick. Uh, Mr. Tomater from Cars. Barley Lightfoot from Onward. Uh, Hank the Octopus from Finding Dory. And Ernesto de la Cruz is my bad guy from Coco. And 
my little sidekick who's just kind of kicking around is Russell from up. Yeah, I like the I like the top tier talent. And on paper, I definitely have some you know, question spots on some of the expanded roster here. Even the villain. I think you've addressed some of those and kind of how you're positioning them and, and what they're offering. So give you a little bit on that uh on that regard. But I think top to bottom, there's still maybe some holes, but then you throw in Russell as a sidekick, definitely helps you there. Yeah, I mean, I I could have gone a couple of different other villains. Definitely some some top tier villains still out there. But you know, I, I I'm going to stick my Ernesto De La Cruz. I think that uh, he offers uh, a certain je ne sais quoi. You know, as they say. <laughs> Extra points for the impressions. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to prepare for the next draft. <laughs> You're going to watch out. We're uh, teasing a horror villains draft for Des and I coming up. So when you hear my Michael Myers impression. <laughs> watch out uh, you know I'm, I'm gonna have to throw in uh i'm gonna have to throw in my jason Voorhees impression <sighs> lots of heavy <laughs> <laughs> all right looking at my roster here run back the team name team winner uh mm. we have mr incredible kick it off debatable and marita in our second spot wally as our utility player Call Fredrickson, bring in that experience, the veteran presence. The AARP and then, card. And, <laughs> yeah, we had some great discounts. That's right. They'll get, they'll get some, get some. 10% off is on him. Yep, exactly. Because <laughs> movies cheap and cheap lunches, leveraging all that. Free coffee at McDonald's. He's <laughs> all about it. And then answering your Toy Story pick, I'm bringing Woody for some late round value. Syndrome. Kicking up as probably the most notable villain, I'd say. I, I think if we look at the other ones, there's definitely a lot of one, a lot of other ones out there. I think they're Pixar kind of plays in that real world villain, right? You got like Sid, you got like some of the other guys, the um, restaurant review guy from Ratatouille. Like, not a lot of other ones that are really. <laughs> you just got. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the villain of Wally? It's trash. Trash and, and fat diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, real world threats, right? So I like yeah. syndrome what he's bringing, and then bang bong for my sidekick spot. All right. Well, you know, again, I I, I think that this is too close to call. I'm gonna give I'm gonna <laughs> give to the tape. To too myself. close to call. <laughs> well, that's weird because I vote for myself. <laughs> then let's let's throw it back out there. Then let's let's I want to I want to I wanna poll done. And I want to, to find out just uh, who they think is the winner. Let's let let's let the listener decide on this one. It's weird that all these drafts end up in a one-to-one tie. <laughs> I don't know how that keeps <laughs> happening. <laughs> well, yes, we will post this in our Facebook group, Shiphead Nation. That's where we'll we'll post these after each draft. Let the people kind of break down the teams, what they think, offer in their votes on who they think won. So if, if you like these, you like what we're kicking up, then make sure you follow that group on Facebook to stay in the loop and obviously subscribe to keep, uh, keep notice on all of the great ideas we have coming up. We got some fun ones mentioned the Halloween kind of horror movie, uh, limited field draft that we're doing the battle Royale series. We got some action stars in the works. going to be tackling some other iconic properties, uh, stranger things maybe in the works. So we got some good ones, some fun ones. Uh, so make yeah. sure you keep tabs on that. And, we'll uh, better be doing his homework cause you know, starting off Owen two is not a good look for you. <laughs> We'll, we'll see what the standings look like going to the <laughs> next one here. All right, buddy. This was a fun one. I appreciate it as always. And we will catch you on the next one. Yep. 
Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.